Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, she's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. Let's go straight to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we praise you for the God that you are, the loving Father, the Creator, the Savior, for all that you have done for us. We thank you for your love and your grace and your mercy and your forgiveness, Father. How patient you are with your children. And we are such prodigals. Forgive us. Make us a humble people that are willing to repent, to come back home to you. Father, I ask for your protection over our leaders, over President Biden and others that are leading this country. Father, I know that you know that what they're doing is is evil. I ask that you will turn them around. I ask that you will intercede on behalf of your people. And we don't deserve it. But I ask for that, Father. And I ask that you will make us a bold people. Bold in you. Not arrogant of our ways, but to be proud of being your children, that you will guide us, that you will guard us, that you will lead us into the into this world, Father, and help us to avoid the temptations of this world. Grant us wisdom and discernment that we might be able to sift through all that is happening and see truth. Again, we ask for your justice, which is, I know, not going to be pretty. Use us, Father. Use CSE Talk Radio. Use all of my listeners, my advertisers, my sponsors to glorify your name, to do what is right here in this land. I ask that you'll bless Daniel Turner as we bring him on here today and we discuss things that are happening. And Lord, for such a time as this, we always pray in your name. Amen. Climate change. Well, yesterday, Missouri had a beautiful, sunshiny day, and the temperatures were in the 60s. And today, the temperature, and I looked at it when I was typing this out, was 34 and dropping. Freeze warnings tonight of the low of 27 or, or lower. And, yep, it's snowing. Big old flakes out there. While this is extremely frustrating to me, I did not absolutely, I did absolutely nothing to cause it. I prefer the sunshine and the warm temps, and a few dry days would help the farmers get out in the fields. It's not an existential threat, but I did have to change wardrobes from yesterday. Our elected officials and their bureaucrats love to talk about crises when it suits their narrative, you know, their narrative of control. Crisis at the border isn't a crisis because they planned that one. They want the influx of new people. 
But the hoax of climate change is a crisis. That's a crisis they can work with, man. They've infiltrated our schools for decades with talk of existential threats, holes in the ozone, stop using colored toilet paper, stop using aerosol sprays and deodorants. That was global cooling. Acid rain, it was going to kill all the trees. And then in not one prediction was true, and the cooling was evident not to be true, so they jumped to global warming. And the Earth is heating up, which is also not exactly true. Doomsday predictions, again, have not held any credence. Now we are to fear CO2, and more doomsday predictions have again failed. They keep moving, and they keep moving the goalpost, and you, America, should be getting a little suspicious. But now, we're all wearing masks, and decreasing our oxygen, and increasing our intake of CO2. It's our own CO2. Lacking oxygen might keep you from thinking clearly. Throw down the masks. Breathe in the air. It's not bad, nor is it threatening. I'm looking forward to the day when we can look back at all this stupidity in our rearview mirrors and wave adios, goodbye, avidezain, hasta la vista, baby, au revoir, so long, see ya. But until we wake up, America, and start using our own common sense, we might be stuck in their crisis and control mode for a long time, turning us all into serfs on our own land. I have a quote here from John Locke. Any single man must judge for himself whether circumstances warrant obedience or resistance to the commands of the evil magistrate. We are all qualified, entitled, and morally obligated to evaluate the conduct of our rulers. John Locke. Well, he's not John Locke, but we have Daniel Turner. He's got lots of wisdom in his, in his head, too, to share with us. Daniel, how are you doing today? By the way, thank you for the beautiful flowers you sent me. Appreciate it so much. Oh, you're very welcome, and thank you for having me on. It's always a good be, great to be with you and your wonderful CSC listeners. <laughs> well, thank you. Well, I couldn't resist the climate change today because I'm a little upset at the weather. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's uh, I'm longing for the sunshine and we did we had it yesterday but it's gone today. Here and gone here today and gone tomorrow. I think that's the word. <laughs> What's going on in your world though? I know it's it's not been good since uh since the things have changed in January, but well, I, I, your your opening monologue is always wonderful. Um and and your listeners are very lucky to have uh, our radio host put so much time and, and, and thoughtfulness in it, but you hit on some great themes that, that hopefully we can talk about during this show, and one of them is the use of language, how they've just changed from uh, global warming to, well, that doesn't work, to now cri- climate crisis is the new term because anything can be considered a climate crisis. So language really important industry. And secondly, uh, a really important theme you touched on is how um, the party of science, the party that believes in science and, and, and claims that they put science front and foremost, um, has changed the goalposts on this all the time. And as you said, not one prediction has ever come true, and there's never a solution that will totally work. And, and we see that similarly with the COVID pandemic. As you said, we're all wearing masks. And anytime someone 
authority asks Dr. Fauci when is one of you done, there's no answer because we're never done because this will go on <laughs> forever. Yeah. This is not a battle they want to win. This is a battle they want to perpetually engage in. And you have to wonder if it's, if it's for a reason other than the climate. Oh, Power, it's about control, and that's why your Bach quote is perfect. So two really important themes been battling space for a long, long time that are important to understand the argument, how they use language and how they shift uh, uh, the data, the numbers, the metrics, the goalposts, so that this is an ongoing, never-ending, kind of like Afghanistan, never-ending war, that ne we are never allowed to stop fighting. You know, the language is so very important, and we've talked about that before here on CSE Talk Radio because of uh, some of the things with property rights, and all of a sudden we're hearing different things in language uh, through Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030, mm -hmm. and now we've got the 3030 going on with the uh, 14008 executive order with taking the land and the, and the water, but, you know, Words like sustainable don't mean it. And now we found out infrastructure doesn't mean at all what we thought. <laughs> Did they change the language? No. To fit the and, narrative. And yesterday, yeah, yesterday the Biden administration put out new language with regards to immigrant immigration. Um, and they have ordered to no longer use the term illegal immigrant or illegal alien. They have uh, ordered to no longer use the term assimilation. Right. So if you just get rid of things... Well, it, it accomplishes a couple of, of things. If you change the wor what words mean, well, then you can change to a certain extent uh, our understanding of them, our ability to communicate with about them, um, and it also changes your ability to to dominate the conversation. So if we don't call Absolutely. them illegal aliens, well, then yeah, how can we talk about that when about? we come back? Because yeah. of your music. Let's talk about that when we come back because I think that is very important. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner of Power the Future, powerthefuture.com. Visit his website and stay informed, and we will be right back. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rule America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in Rule America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radical like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, Rule America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America the lights on. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot heart, set your table with Liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes are American Eagle and the Statue of Liberty. 
Each piece of the Liberty Flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message, Liberty for all and we love America. Order your set now and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Caesarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner of Power of the Future. I encourage you to visit his website and stay on top of things. We talk about just about everything when he comes on the air here. We kind of uh, just go after it all. But the language is so important in every aspect, everything that they call a crisis. And it involves the energy realm as well as anything else. But Back in the day, and I know this because of uh, Mike Cutler, who has been on the show many times. He's retired INS. And uh, he said back in the Carter days that Carter removed that language of illegal alien. You were no longer to call them illegal alien. And, uh, you know, they couldn't write that in their reports or, or speak it. And so... This has been going on for a while. It always seems to be the Democrats on the left, although I, I get upset with the Republicans because they just stay silent, and if you stay silent, you're pretty much in agreement. But yeah, and, and we need to start You're absolutely right. This is, a, this, this is a standard tactic of the left, and we just look at other um, large issues. For example, we don't ever talk about abortion. We talk about a woman's right to health care. And you just rephrase it that way. And who would be opposed to a woman's right to health care, right? So, and, and the left does this all the time. We don't, we don't talk about violating the Second Amendment. We talk about common sense solutions. And if we keep talking about common sense solutions, well, would you oppose any common sense solutions, Beth Ann? Of course you wouldn't. Mm. And now you are the one on the defense saying, well, wait a second, that's not. So the left constantly redefines Words redefines ideas using words that they like, um, and and that puts them in a much stronger position to argue, and it puts the, then the people who oppose these ideas on defense because you are opposing a woman's right to health care, and you are opposing common sense solutions, 
And look at how the battlefield has now shifted. And that's what they do in the climate issue. And it's not about global warming, as you're saying. Well, wait a second. It's snowing today, and it's, it's 20 degrees below the average temperature. How can this be global warming? Aha. What if we just call it climate confusion or climate chaos or climate crisis? And now no matter what happens, it's a crisis. And it's going to stay with us because mm-hmm. the crisis brings control. And the American people, um, I think they're waking up, but there's an awful lot of them. You know, I, I think the last time I had you on the air, we were chuckling about the – I was – I'd driven to uh, Jeff City, and on my way back – I saw a motorcyclist, and, uh, of course, Missouri, first of the year, they did away with the helmet law, so they don't have to wear a helmet anymore. So he didn't have a helmet. He was out there riding free, but he had a mask on. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. And I just, you that know, here is going through the country, you know. <laughs> well, I don't remember what that song is they do on that commercial, but it's it's like... Seriously, man, take off the mask. <laughs> Bring that in a couple indeed. of us. It's good for you. Good protein. But that's anyway. the poster child of the confused American right now. Is they know they oh, don't have to be so. forced to wear a helmet, but they have to be forced to. Well, there is some evidence though that the coronavirus does travel at sixty-five miles an hour. So if he was on the highway, <laughs> he is more likely to get the virus up his nostrils faster because of the speed. I mean, that's just science. somebody uh, was a doctor yesterday uh that was uh, expressing her uh her ideas of the the masks they she says they don't work any more than a screen works to keep the bugs out no they're not any more effective (laughs) it's not going to happen and uh you know it's uh we like screen doors but they don't keep all the bugs out. They may keep the big flies no. out, but they don't keep the bugs out <laughs> or the dust. No, but this is, but but this is that level of control that the the environmental movement has wanted for a long time. And COVID has been a wonderful window. And I and I do need to write and and talk more about this and do more TV on this. Mm-hmm. But COVID has been a precursor of what. The environmental left, when they say we need to declare a climate emergency, Bernie Sanders has said that we need to declare a climate emergency because that gives the president powers. Somehow it, it doesn't, but that's what they think. This will give the president powers to do things that outside of an emergency he is not able to do. Now, I don't think the president has such an authority. He's not a king, but sometimes people stupidly believe that. But if you declare us in a climate emergency, well, then maybe you can't get on a plane to go visit grandma. Because you couldn't get on a plane to visit grandma this year because it was bad for public health. What if getting on a plane to see grandma is always bad, right? What if what if traveling in large groups is always bad? What if going to a baseball game is a huge carbon footprint, right? And there's all these people that are driving there, and then you got to get all the food there, and you got to turn on the lights in the stadium, what if that was considered a climate emergency? And maybe the players should just play in, in empty stadiums all the time because that's better for this climate emergency of, of climate change. Um, COVID has been a precursor of what we can expect if Biden pushes forward this this climate emergency agenda, which is going to this week. He has this big summit in the White House this week, and this is what will, will come out of it. 
You know, something else that I heard yesterday on some of the shows that I was watching um, was the talk, and I think you mentioned it, with the uh, uh, the um, the social credit scores. And this particular person's parents had lived through the Holocaust, and they were going back to Nazism as to what they did and how they put marks on buildings or businesses, and then later those were the ones attacked. And we see that coming up, you know. So we hear this this language of a social credit score. You know, when you think of a credit score, you know, you think about your finances. But this is not finances. But it'll sure affect your finances. You might not be able to get a job if you're <laughs> you've been caught saying things that uh, put you down on that uh, credit score, on the uh, particular social credit score. And and it's getting really serious here in the United States, and and I'm not sure enough people have have awakened to what is actually taking place. Um, they're too busy wearing their masks and standing in line to get vaccines. And I'm not against the vaccines. If you want to get a vaccine, get a vaccine. But we need to stop living in fear, and we need to start realizing what is going on. And the crisis yeah. is our government. <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and you raise a great point, and this really also is standard of the left, but we've really only seen it under Obama and now under Biden, is the government's push to determine that certain aspects of life are good and certain are bad, and the good get rewarded and the bad uh, need to be punished and need to be castigated. Look at owning a my pillow now in those spaces is considered bad. Mike Lindell is banned. You can get a my pillow if you use promo code Beth Ann, by the way. Yes, sir. Um, but Mike Lindell has been banned from so many platforms because what he stands for, and therefore he is bad. Um, but certain companies are very good, and we love those companies because they stand for things we like. Um, and and corporations have taken now a very active stance in in climate issues, in in gender issues, in Georgia election law issues. And, and when you see it, a White House encouraging that behavior by saying, yes, good companies, these are the ones we like, um, and the ones that we don't like, well, then they deserve to get either deplatformed or punished somehow. Um, and that is the beginning of social credit scores when, when they decide what is good and bad behavior and you are treated uh, accordingly. Well, we know going back to the vaccines with the Johnson and Johnson, there were six women in seven million people that had a problem. Mm. There's more uh, danger in driving to the store than that. Yeah. And yet, because these other two uh, companies, pharmaceutical companies. Um, have the support of the government more so than Johnson and Johnson. They're the ones that benefited from that, and mm-hmm. so Johnson and Johnson is is temporarily down, and Moderna and uh, Pfizer are going full speed ahead. Mm-hmm. They have issues with theirs too, but those aren't being brought to the for, forefront. Uh, so again, it's it's what company has the connections with the government. And uh, we've known for a while, Daniel, and this is totally off topic, that the pharmaceutical business is running the healthcare business. And uh, 
uh, insurance companies. And what they're calling health care is not health care. It's insurance forced on people. And they want it to become government insurance, government health care, which has not been good anywhere else. And that's where they're taking us. It, it always seems like they're following us, following the road that is the least productive. And yet that seems to be where the left wants to always go, is down this least productive, at least for the people. The elites, they do okay. But yes. the people don't <laughs> so much. And, and, and we see that happening all over the place. And uh, I hear music again. We're heading into another break. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. You know, language is important, and you need to hang on to it. Get those old dictionaries out, and you tell them, no, this is what it means. And uh, go tell them jump in a lake or something. Hey, it's kind of cold right now. It might be good for them. We'll be right back. And we have a chance to listen to the CSU Talk Radio. This is Jeff Ann. You know, Daniel, we've talked about just about everything here. But uh, um, the language is, is vitally important, and I think it is definitely an attack on our First Amendment and uh, uh, this social credit scoring that they're wanting to implement against the people. You know, and then you see what uh, I call her Mad Max, Maxine Waters did, and she'll get no reprimand. There'll be no repercussions for her. She's done this before. I watched something last night, and they showed from way back when, back in the 60s, when she was calling for violence. Uh, she's always calling for violence, but she lives in a very secure uh, facility in her home, all nice and guarded and gated, <laughs> not even close to where her constituents live. Um this is getting to be ridiculous here in this nation. And I cannot understand why the people aren't waking up. All of the people aren't waking up to what is happening. And I think it's an important opportunity to, to remember the next time someone on the right, and let's just use their phrase, misspeaks. Um, the media storm that ensues is totally false. It's opportunistic, it's feigned indignation and outrage because it never goes both ways. I mean, you mentioned, obviously, Congresswoman Waters and what she has said. Um, they impeached the president for, for language muscle. Well, his language wasn't even inflammatory, but that's what not they even, claimed no, it was. Not even close. And, and, and yet Maxine Waters, and you're absolutely right, so we'll totally get away with it. This is, this is liberal privilege, um, just the same as Andrew Cuomo. Uh, mm. Right, we we had one lunatic woman come forward against Brett Kavanaugh, and nearly destroyed his his name, his family, his chance for the Supreme Court. People stormed the Supreme Court and pounded on the doors, and busloads of activists occupied congressional offices for for days on end. And you're up to ten women now who have accused Andrew Cuomo of real crimes, and there's just media silence. No one cares. Because no one cares about the issue. No one cares about the victims. They care about the oh, political opportunity not. that come from it. Yeah. No one cares you know, that Minnesota is going to burn. They care that this is a good opportunity to consolidate power on the left. And the burning is just an unfortunate but necessary consequence. Yeah, they don't care about the people at all. That That is of no consequence to them. 
And I, I was going to say, then, you know, we come out yesterday with the coroner's report that the Capitol policeman that was that died after the it wasn't a riot, but after the the insertion they called insurrection, which was not that either, died of natural causes. He had he had two strokes the next day. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do with with his job. It just happened, and they lied. They made all of that up, and they lied, and they used that against President Trump. See, I think they should go back, and I don't know how you do this because it's not a, there's not a precedent for it. It's not constitutionally uh, indicated, but they need to go back and remove everything that was a lie and say we unimpeach you, you know, because it was all a lie. But you know, they're not going to stand uh, guilty. Nobody's going to do anything about it. They're not going to apologize. They out and out lied to the American people to to get their way. Mm-hmm. And admitted it. I mean, they got caught in it. Doesn't matter. And it, and it didn't. And and that's and that's the real problem I have with 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 Congresswoman Waters is that, as you said, she she lives in a in a very nice neighborhood. She doesn't even live in her congressional district. No, she doesn't even how. live with them. You makes you wonder how that's. Look at how Congress exempts itself though from so many things that they want the rest of the American people to live with, starting with Obamacare, right? Starting with with, uh, um, Freedom of Information Act, right? You cannot subpoena a congressperson's records or files. They are they are not open. There is no Congress. There is no uh, uh, judicial hearing from members of Congress, but, but the Congress will put judicial branch or the executive branch through hearings, discovery, disclosure, et cetera, but they are immune from it. How is Congresswoman Waters representing the people of California's whatever district when she lives in a $6 million mansion miles away? She doesn't care about the rules. And here she goes to Minneapolis asking for a police escort to protect her. Yes, um, as she tells yeah, everybody parachute else. In. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and she will not suffer one drop of the consequences, the violence that will ensue. And no matter what happens with the verdict, there's going to be violence. And everybody knows it. It is not her store. It is not her livelihood on the line. It is not her church. If anything, she will fundraise off of it and use it as an opportunity to, to grow her name, her power, her, her reelection chance. Um, and, and that's the real evil that we have right now. We are incentivizing her to do this because that is the way our elections work right now. I I did come to the conclusion yesterday she wasn't wearing near enough masks. <laughs> <laughs> she had a face shield also, didn't she? She had, she had a face on. shield and a mask, and it wasn't enough. <laughs> it just wasn't yeah. enough. <laughs> yeah, and oh, she's probably vaccinated again. So she probably was. Yeah. Uh, it, this is the party of science, uh, uh, you know. Uh, so everything they do is is for show, is a lie. Um, and, 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 and they'll never get called out for it. And it's terrible because I guess the governor of Minnesota and the mayor there in Minneapolis could stop this from happening right now, but there's no political will to do so. They could, they could, they could take the very difficult but clear decisions to stop one ounce of violence, but they will not do so. 
because they, ultimately because they want the violence. Exactly. They want the violence. It's better for I them. Had someone, I had someone say to me uh, over the weekend that this uh, packing of the court, if they do that, he said, I think that's a call for war. And I said, that's exactly what they want. That's what mm-hmm. they want. Then they then they can grab us all and say, "Yeah, we can we can lock them up." You know, that's why they're passing HR one. That's why they're doing all the things that they they they're desperate. They've got to get it done. They've got to get it done fast because people are awake. Over seventy, probably seventy five to eighty million people voted for President Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And the there's no doubt in my mind, Daniel, that the election was stolen. And it's uh, I call. Uh, President Biden, I call him O'Biden. I don't think he's the one in charge. I think Obama's in charge. I call him installed. He wasn't elected. And uh, we're in a mess. And people are, you know, somebody was telling me prices are going up on things. And I said, it's going to continue. And I said, we're going to see probably $6 gasoline, just mm-hmm. like we did during the Obama administration. It's going to go right back to where it was and worse. What do you think about that? I think, and, and, and you're absolutely right, um, and it's because of just the mathematical equation of the way the energy markets work, of supply and demand, and and this administration is making the supply very difficult to come by. Um, we have these fracking uh, uh, bans in place. We have uh, the pro- prohibition of, of drilling, yeah, on oil, on, on federal land. Um, and as our supply diminishes and our demand continues to increase, the only thing that's going to happen is the price is going to go up. We're already seeing the price go up, and the price hasn't gone up more because we are still very much in lockdown mode, right? The majority of school kids are still exactly. not getting on buses. Yeah, but it is starting to change. And then we have the summer coming up, and Disney World is open. And how many parents are going to get in the car and drive to Disney World because they have to do something, right? Uh, I don't um, know. I've seen some, rent- I've seen some stay, strange pictures of princesses for this year's Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm taking my kids. <laughs> no, yeah. no they, were, they were princesses of a different kind. <laughs> I don't know how else to explain it, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Rental properties are at an all-time uh, uh, um, high demand because... There is no international travel, but families want to do things, and it's summer vacation, and people need a break. And so there's going to be a lot of movement, and especially as we get into the summer. We're going to eat into our little supply that we have. The demand is going to and begin to skyrocket, and prices are going, going to go see, through the roof. Yeah, we're going to see the consequences. We're heading into another break. We'll come into our final segment of the show, and I'm just going to kind of turn it over to Daniel. We've kind of just chattered about a little bit of everything, but things are getting serious, folks, and we've got to pay attention. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio with Beth Ann and Daniel Turner of Power the Future. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. We will be right back. As 
the business owner, when was the last time you asked yourself if you have the right commercial insurance coverage? You need business insurance to protect everything you're building. One disaster without the right insurance could hurt your business, and larger deals you're trying to close may require that you have it. We recommend Cover Wallet for all your business insurance needs. In just two minutes, with their award-winning technology, they can offer you free competitive quotes from top insurance carriers nationwide. Cover Wallet has helped tens of thousands of businesses, startups, restaurants, truckers, construction companies, landscaping companies, beauty salons, consultants, and they can help you. No business is too big or too small. And it's a free call to find out. Protect your business. Get the right insurance for your business. Call Cover Wallet right now. 800-220-7612. 800-220-7612. That's 800-220-7612. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-418-5778. 800-418-5778. 800-418-5778. That's 800-418-5778. Join Jason Chavis Tuesday, May 4th for Vitae Foundation's 29th Annual Pro-Life Event. Jason is a former congressman and now a Fox News contributor. While serving as representative, Jason rose to chairman of the powerful House Oversight and Government Reform Committee. Only the fifth time in 100 years a three-term representative ascended to such a position. Jason is passionate about the value of life, and so is Vitae. Vitae's digital marketing strategies promote a culture of life while connecting women who are facing unplanned pregnancies with life-saving resources at local pregnancy help centers. Don't miss Jason Shavitz. May 4th, reserve your seat today for either the luncheon or the dinner event. Go to adsforlife.org. Join Jason Chavez and the Vitae Foundation, May 4th, Jefferson City at the Capitol Plaza Hotel and Convention Center. Register now before the event sells out. Adsforlife.org. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow. For the longest time, I've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. But up until now, I haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards. I finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. My new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. 
The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get your very own by calling 1-800-978-6168 and use the promo code BETHANN to get 30% off plus free shipping. I'm going to turn this over to you, Daniel. I'm going to tell you something. We just got a, a news flash. Or I did. Rudy just gave it to me. He's, he's assuring me it's not Babylon B. Stacey Abrams is being nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize for the work she did in Georgia. Of course she is. Nothing says <laughs> peace like... like... <laughs> like, like what? <laughs> like, stealing elections, I guess. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, like screaming racism every time you turn around. I mean, it's just crazy. Uh, I, I looked at yeah. him. I said, "It's not a Babylon Bee." He goes, "Oh no, it's real." Though, no. anyway, it's just, just you know, um, we're going to start uh, uh, feeling the the consequences of what Biden is doing. And uh, I'm going to kind of turn that over to you because you're an expert, in my opinion, on the energy realm. And uh, it's uh, not even close to what it's going to be. So I'm just going to kind of uh, let you talk about what's really happening. Well, thank you. And and one thing I have my eye on is the um, the White House summit this week on climate. And it's Earth Day, right? Earth Day is always a big oh, yeah. to do in the environmental That's left tomorrow, and it? et cetera. Um, but this comes as a particularly interesting time because on the one hand, we are told to socially distance and, and not gather in large groups. And, and simultaneously, we are told that fossil fuels are bad and they're killing the planet. And so here we have a White House that is bringing together uh, 40 world leaders who are all going to take private planes and get into SUV motorcades with security details to gather in close proximity in the White House for a day-long conference. And you say, well, this seems to be violating lots of rules, um, the, the coronavirus rules and the fossil fuel uh, hatred rules. How is this possible? And that is, in a nutshell, the environmental left. So it will be funny under this pretext, and I'll be talking a lot about this during the week and, and doing uh, hopefully a lot of TV and radio about this issue. But, w- but what I really want to, and that's just all, you know, for laughs because it's the stupidity of the environmental left. But what will come out of this meeting is really where we have to be concerned because there has never been a, a solution to climate change that does not either grow government on the Democrat Party and in, in or, and infringe tremendously on your individual rights, right? John Kerry will still be able to take a private jet wherever he wants because he is John Kerry. Al Sharpton yesterday tweeted a photograph of himself getting on a private jet headed towards Minnesota, and you wonder he has lots of tweets about the evils, the racism of climate change, um, and how we have to end the fossil fuel companies. And then there's Al Sharpton getting on a private. There's no commercial flights from New York City to to Minnesota, to Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport. I bet you there are about seven a day. Um, but when you're Al Sharpton, you don't have to pay attention to the rules 
either. Um, the left will always that. exempt itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Will always exempt itself from, from the rules that they want to impose upon us. So I think what we really need to do is pay attention to what these solutions, kind of like the Paris Climate Accord, but what will come out of this climate meeting uh, this week in terms of forced mandates like we saw in California, New Mexico, and most recently in Texas, forced renewable, forced renewable energy mandates, which do uh, uh, cost lives, let alone expense, um, a big transfers of wealth to China because they manufacture all this green technology. China, which is building more coal plants right now than Europe has combined. China, which has three times the coal production that America does because they know coal works, and China takes their energy grid very seriously, and they're not going to risk what happened in Houston and Dallas. They're not going to risk going dark for three or four days because they have things to build so that dumb Americans can buy them and make China a richer, more powerful nation. Right? China is serious about energy. So these are the things that will come out of this climate meeting. It will be a capitulation to China, and it will be a punishment of America's middle and working class by forcing super high energy costs, imposition of individual freedoms and, and, and rights, and continuing this bifurcation of the rich, the connected, the powerful, get to enjoy the fossil fuel benefits. They get to enjoy multiple homes, private travel, uh, motorcades, etc. The rest of us have to live the life of what Pete Buttigieg tried to do, which was pretend that he rode a bike to work. That's what the rest of us will have to do, only we don't get the SUV for the first 45 you know, blocks. We have to ride the whole damn 50 blocks in, on, a, on a sweaty bicycle in D.C. So that's where you we know, are, I, and that's my biggest concern coming out of this week, what will come out of this meeting. China, I want to iterate here that China is serious about energy, but they're not so serious about clean air. Mm-mm. China doesn't care about their air, and their people have been wearing masks nonstop for decades because their air is so filthy, and they live on top of one another. And that's what they want us to do here in this nation. That's why they want to take the land. They want government to control the land, the food, and everything. And they've done so well at controlling other things. I, I, I don't know why people are worried about it. <laughs> it's just yeah. I was being facetious there. Um, but... Yeah, it's going to be interesting, and you're, you're going to call, call back on Friday and give us a report. We may have to have you on more than one segment to report on what's going to go on. This week. <laughs> we see what's coming forward. Ab- absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, uh, and, and just to, 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 to make sure your, your listeners understand what, what you were saying, the way we burn coal in America is not the way China does. We take an awful lot no. of precaution and an awful lot of, of of technology, and that does raise costs, no doubt. But China does not worry about costs. They're not worried about the people, the health of their people. That is why they are the world's largest polluter um, of air, of waters, of oceans, etc. Um, but China is serious about an electric grid that works, um, and, and America is losing that and, that seriousness. And as you had pointed out before in the past, that you know. 
us going with the electric cars and all that, that's that's going to benefit China because they're going to be the ones producing. You know, they're the ones that produce this this uh, rare earth minerals. We're not allowed to do our digging. We're going to let them do the digging. And America is going to be completely, completely, we almost are now, uh, dependent on China and dependent on other nations. Here we are, a nation just full of God's blessings and natural resources. And we're going to be dependent on someone else. There's just something wrong with that picture. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We we are we are surrendering uh, a sense of autonomy for this climate movement, and that is why Joe Biden and John Kerry have celebrated that China wants to work with us on climate initiatives, ignoring the fact that China just lies. So they will say, absolutely, we care about that. Yes, what what do you want us to do? Okay, we'll do it. Kind of the way the Iranians lie about. Their, their nuclear program, the way the North Koreans lie about their ballistic system. We're expecting China and Korea and, 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 and Persian countries to live Judeo-Christian values. That's not their culture. That's not their society. They play to win. I hear the music, but the Marxists are all about lying. That's why Mad Max gets away with what she does, and the Democrat Party and their media can lie to the American people and get away with what they do just like China does. And we are out of time, Daniel. Thank you. God bless you. And report back on Friday. And let's bring America home. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. Ladies and gentlemen, may I ask you, what is the KQ? You know, the kosher question. Most Americans will spend their entire lifetime purchasing food from the supermarkets while having no idea that almost every packaged food product on the grocery shelves is certified kosher. Indeed, the kosher question encompasses not only food and religion, but also affects our economics, politics, and our identity. In an effort to promote awareness to the kosher question, developers have published an app for your smartphone that features a database of food products that have not been kosher certified. The Co-Certified app has prominent advertisement on TPC's homepage, or you can check out its website at thekosherquestion.com. With the cesspool of politics getting even deeper these days, why not leave the swamp and start eating in favor of your own interests? Check out thekosherquestion.com today and download the app.